Hello, everyone. Welcome to or welcome back the Morning Muse podcast. I'm your host, Sierra. If you're new here and if you're not, I'm so happy to have you back for another episode of the show today. I'm really excited for this month's content because it's going to be mostly, no, it's going to be all guest episodes for the month of January. And I am honestly so, so excited. I've never had this many guests come onto my show at once. And I'm just like, so happy for you guys to hear these wonderful amazing women on the show this this month and it's really exciting and I just can't wait it's currently Monday January 10th the day before this releases and I'm so excited for this episode because Meg who I'm interviewing on this podcast today is just an amazing person she's awesome she is going after it she has all together and I'm so excited for you guys to hear her story I'll let her introduce herself later on in the episode but before we get into that I wanted to share the quote of the day that I really like and today's quote is I just want to be the woman who goes after her dream travels the world is kind to everyone and looks good doing it I love that quote. That's like everything that I embody. All I want to do is go after my best life and live my best life and just travel and be nice to people while doing it. So that is the mood for today. I'm kind of tired right now. I'm just, oh, sorry if you guys just heard that, my mic move. I just hit it really hard. Sorry about that. But yeah, I'm kind of tired right now. It's like 8.50 and I don't know just really meh tonight but we're powering through it i might just chill for the rest of the night so i think that might be the plan but who knows things may change but yeah i'm really excited for today's episode i get to interview megan parmalee or meg she is the founder and creator of link which is an influencer support group i'll let her get into more of that later but i'm so excited for you guys to hear about how you guys can build your Instagram community because as you guys know, I've been into content creation recently and it's become something that I really love and I've, I've been able to grow my platform really quickly over the past like year, almost a year. It'll be a year sometime in like, I don't know, summertime maybe, but it's been really fun. I've been able to meet some great people through my content creation journey and I wouldn't be able to have this opportunity today if I hadn't started content creating. So I'm so grateful for the people that I've met along the way. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear how you guys can build your Instagram community because it's just honestly so fun and so great to be a part of. And it's honestly something I wouldn't give up for the world. So if you guys are influencers or want to become an influencer in 2022, Today is your time to start, and today is your time to shine with this week's episode. So let us get into today's episode with Megan Parmalee. Hi, Megan. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. Tell my audience a little bit who you are and where you're from. So my name's Megan. I am 25 years old. I'm from Rochester, New York, which is upstate New York. Um, I went to Binghamton University, studied neuroscience. I'm currently in grad school to be a physician assistant, and I do a little bit of content creation on the side and have a social media business called Link. That's awesome. Now, Megan, what does your current morning routine look like? So... 
Uh, that's actually funny you ask because I'm filming a TikTok of, you know, spend the day with me today. But I am on break from school right now. So I haven't done much in the mornings recently. But typically on a school day, um, class starts around 8 a.m. So I wake up. I try to wake up around seven. Usually it's closer to 7.30. Um, and I really just get ready in a rush, you know, take a quick shower, brush my teeth, eat breakfast, make some coffee, whatever. And then I'm in class all day. So it's not very exciting, but that's typically what I do in the mornings. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, why did you want to start Link and what is Link? So Link is a social media networking community um, that I started a few months ago, basically as a way to connect creators with other creators and then to connect creators with brands and businesses. So um, it's really just a way for all these people who have a common interest in content creation and social media to come together and, you know, learn from one another and make friendships and form relationships and really kind of dip their feet into the world of content creation and just, you know, really learn all there is to learn about it. Why did you want to start it? Um, it, I, I actually got the idea. I was on a walk on a random Saturday morning and it just kind of came to me and later that evening I kind of set the account up and just kind of went from there but I just wanted to start it I guess as a way to you know make those connections not just for myself but allow other people to make those connections as well you know kind of in a common place because it can be hard on social media to you know reach out to a stranger and be like hey this is who I am let's you know support each other sometimes that's you know kind of weird and hard to do so I thought here's a common place for everybody to come together and just kind of facilitate that on its own that's amazing now do you know how many creators are a part of link today um just about 350 that's a lot that's a good amount yeah having I mean having only been started a couple months ago I'm very proud of you know how how much you know the word is spread about and how it's been able to grow so far so I'm very excited to see where that goes that's amazing now, um, in terms of like content creation and stuff, why did you want to become a content creator on the side of doing your, your major in neuroscience? So I, when I graduated college in 2018, um, the summer after I graduated, I actually started a thrifting reselling business. Um, mm -hmm. And that was kind of my first step into social media kind of big time that grew pretty big to 50,000 followers at one point, um, which was like crazy to me you know it's always crazy when you're like holy crap where did all these people come from that you know want to be here to support me? so that was that but it was a business um and once I started grad school I kind of realized I just don't have the time you know to to put into this that it needs um so I kind of just let it sit for a little bit but then I was like I have this huge platform I don't want it to just you know go um so I started focusing more on my personal Instagram a little bit more and really learning how to take great pictures how to work with brands how to you know do all that stuff and then from there I kind of developed link um and you know started started teaching others what I had learned on my own Mm -hmm. that's amazing now for you why do you think it's important for influencers to engage with other content creators in their niche 
So I, I mean, obviously I think the big reason is it, it grows your following. Um, but the other big reason about that, so I always like to tell people, yeah, it's amazing to have, you know, 10,000 followers or 20,000 followers or whatever, but you really want your followers to be people who are giving you quality engagement, people who want to be there, who want to see your stuff, because it, it's great to have 20,000 followers, but if you're, you know, if your content is just sitting there with nobody liking it or nobody commenting on it or nobody sharing it, it's, it's like, what's the point? So, you know, I personally would rather have like 500 followers and have amazing engagement and an amazing community around me than the big numbers. So it's really about that. Um, And I, yeah, so I think, you know, to get, to get people in a community together who, where they can all feel as though they're here for a common interest and a common goal. And that's, you know, to be content creators and to learn about that, I think, um, you know, is why I started Link again. And it's just really a place for there not to be competition. It's like, you know, a place for everybody to learn, everybody to grow together and to form those really genuine connections that are really necessary. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think are the benefits of influencers joining support groups like Link? Again, I think it's just a genuine way to meet other people. Um, You know, for Link, the big part of it, you know, the other big half of it is the campaigns that we set up. So I think that's an easy avenue for influencers who are just starting out to connect with brands um, because it can definitely be hard to get your name out there it can be hard to put in the literally hours of work to reach out to brands so I think that's a cool part of what I do that I can give those opportunities to people and I'm really thankful for everyone who's you know allowed that to happen so far yeah now how do you how have you been able to get these campaign deals with brands for content creators a part of link how does that happen so literally all I do is reach out to them, um, you know, as I would as a personal creator, I, you know, kind of edit the pitch, obviously, to be more towards link, you know, it's not me working with a brand, it's this right. community of people and the brand I say is, you know, you're going to have this opportunity to reach this huge audience of people because you're working with several creators or however many you want. Um, and, you know, your brand will be boosted to the link page in general. So it literally is just me emailing brands and pitching them as anybody would that's awesome now how many campaign deals have you been able to get for link creators so far so I think we just launched our sixth one yesterday I think six so since October so in two months about six I try to have one every week or every two weeks Uh that's wow that's a lot of emails to be sending (laughs) it is a lot of yeah I mean I'll send like to put the numbers into perspective you know of those six campaigns I've sent like hundreds of emails so it's definitely you know you have to contact the exact right person and you have to say the right thing for these brands to come back to you but I enjoy it so (laughs) yeah that's the best part of it is enjoying the process enjoying the journey the journey exactly and now how have you seen improvement on your social media platforms after joining support groups and creating your own support group? How have you seen the difference in your growth as an influencer? So obviously the numbers have grown, but I feel as though I'm really meeting people who I connect with on a personal level, you know, people who I consider my friends, um, even though I've never met them in real life. I think one of the really cool things about social media is you meet people from literally all over the world. But also people, I've met people who live in my hometown who grew up where I grew up, and I Mm -hmm. otherwise would not have known any of these people. So 
that's really my favorite part about it. And just, you know, being able to see my page grow in numbers, obviously, but also just in like the connections I'm making and knowing I'm really like making a difference for people and sharing things that they love seeing is Mm -hmm. my favorite part about it. Yeah. Now, do you have a team helping you with Link? Are you just doing this by yourself? It's just me. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's just me. (laughs) Are you looking for it? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Now, are you thinking about like getting interns at all at any point? So yeah, it's a it's something that has crossed my mind. I think it would obviously help me, but it's also it would be a great opportunity for those people to kind of have on their resume. I know there's a lot of people who are into you know marketing, communications, business, you know those type of things, and an internship is you know a huge deal for people who are just you know, getting started or in college or about to graduate. So definitely something on the radar. That's good. That's good. Now, how should um, creators engage and connect with people in their niche? I know it's important to connect with them, but so how should they do that? So the way I personally go about it and the way I tell other people is to just find a page you like. So I, I, for example, do mostly fashion. So I'll find, you know, another fashion creator And I will pick a post that I like and leave a genuine comment on it. I mean, don't, I mean, you know, it's always nice to be like, oh my God, you look so good. You look so pretty, whatever. But, you know, leave a comment that's going to start a conversation. That's going to draw someone in. That's going to allow someone to reply to you like, oh, I love your dress. Where did you get it? Or, you know, oh, I love this location. Where are you shooting type of thing? Um, Mm -hmm. Something just genuine because that will, you know, say, oh, it'll make them say, who is this person? Let me check their profile out. And then they're going to come directly back to your profile, check out your content, and hopefully, you know, it'll be a mutual connection that's made there. So that's how I typically go about it, just leaving genuine comments and following people I truly enjoy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned shooting locations. I know there's a thing that a lot of, like, big influencers do is gatekeeping. What, how do you feel about influencers gatekeeping, like, shooting locations and stuff like that? Um, so I go to school in a tiny little town and I usually just like find a random wall and like take pictures there. So, um, yeah, it's not something I guess I've had a ton of experience with because I just don't live around people who are in these awesome locations. Um, but I just have philosophy, like, I mean, some things I think it's important to keep to yourself, but a location I mean I don't care if somebody shoots in the same location as me it's not like they're you know wearing my exact same outfit right for me I think you know whatever just share it who cares but I don't know yeah now what advice do you have for somebody who's wanting to start a side hustle my best advice is literally to just do it I think the hardest part of a lot of things you know whether it's starting business or whether it's like sitting down to write an essay for school is getting started And I think a lot of the times the fear of the unknown or not knowing how something's going to work out um, stops people from getting started. But the only way to know how something is going to go is to just do it. So my biggest advice is literally just to start. What are so if somebody wants to get into the influencer industry, what are some five things they should do when starting out? Five things. Let's see. So I think a big part of what attracts someone to you as a creator is your individuality. So my biggest tip is to be yourself. Um, My second biggest tip is to literally just not care what anybody thinks about you. Um, I think it's a Dr. Seuss quote that those who matter won't mind and those who mind don't matter. And I think that quote holds true. Like you, it's your life. Just like live it. People who have an opinion about 
you, it's, you know, if it's something negative, I always say it says more about them than you. So be yourself, um, do what you want. Don't care what other people think. Um, third thing is you have to put time into this. It's not something that's going to necessarily come easy. You know, you're building a brand, you're building a business, you're building, you know, community. So you have to put the time into it. You have to treat it as, you know, a job. Obviously it's something you want to make sure you enjoy. Um, but it definitely takes time and a lot of hard work to do content creation. Um, four, I think would be um, kind of, it goes along. You have to engage with other people to grow your community. It's not just going to happen by itself. So not only putting the time into your own work, but also putting the time into other people and really making those connections. And then five, I guess would be to have fun because if you're not having fun with something like this, it's going to seem like a chore and it's not going to be something you enjoy doing. So it has to be fun. You have to love doing it. Um, yeah. So I guess those would be my top five. Those are great. I like those. Now I know there's a lot of myths surrounding the influencer industry. What do you think are some of the, some of the top myths you've heard or seen influencers believe about the industry? Top five myths. I think one of the big ones is that you have to have a large following to be successful at this. And that's totally untrue. Um, I started working with brands with under 10,000 followers, um, you know, big, big brands like Amazon, Gatorade, um, you know, big brands, you don't need a million followers to work with your favorite brands. Like I said, just reach out. If you like someone, write their name down on a list, find an email and send them an email why you should work with them. Um, So that's, I guess that's the biggest one. This, another big one, I guess is, mm, here's one. Okay. There's this big thing surrounding like aesthetics, you know, people Uh put the same filter on their photo or edit it the same way I have just never really been into that um so I think yeah another myth would be you don't have to have an aesthetic for your page like I literally just post the raw photos typically sometimes I don't have to it yeah and I mean I guess I guess you could call that an aesthetic but I don't put like filters over everything I've just never been a fan of that so I don't think you need an aesthetic on your page just like post what you want I guess those are the two big ones I would say that I think about a lot. (laughs) Now, I know video content has been something that's been a big up and coming thing over on like TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that. How should influencers get into filming reels and creating video content? So it's kind of like taking pictures. Sometimes, you know, you might get nervous to be in front of a camera and obviously being on video is way different than being in a still picture. But my best advice is to just practice, Um, you know, go up in your room, film a few reels, you never have to post them, just be, you know, start to get comfortable with the features of reels or TikTok, start to get comfortable with moving in front of the camera and talking and whatever. Um, Nobody's going to know if you film a few reels and then literally delete them. No one ever has to know, but it's going to help you feel more comfortable, you know, kind of get in your groove and kind of see how everything goes, how to use the app. So that's, that's how I would say to get started is literally just to practice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I know that um, when working with brands, you want to put out a media kit showing off like what you are as a person, what your brand what is your brand overall? Why is it important for influencers to have a media kit? Your media kit, I always say, is kind of like a resume for any typical job. It just kind of showcases in a very concise way who you are, 
um, your past experience and, you know, what your audience is. Those are the three things brands want to know. They want to know who is this person I'm working with? You know, why, why are they good at what they do? Who have they worked with in the past? And what am I going to get out of this? So um, yeah, it's just like a resume just to tell a brand, you know, who you are. And they're really simple to make. I think people get kind of caught up like, oh my God, a media kit. But I literally just used a Canva template. Um, and it's literally just a paragraph about me. There's a section about past partnerships I've had and then a section for my audience. Yeah, I've, yeah, media kits, I feel like for me, it's been like really big because I feel like by having it, you're just able to show off, show yourself off better as a person and as a brand. And totally. even with me not having been working with a lot of brands, I've still gotten accepted to work with them, even though I haven't worked with any brands before. So I feel like it's definitely something that helps you out in the long run. Absolutely. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, in terms of back to going into like the reels and video content, have you seen uh, incorporating like reels and video content help inf- help creators? Um, definitely. I've seen people, you know, they'll have, I think it, so TikTok versus Instagram, totally different worlds. And I actually started taking TikTok seriously at the beginning of this month. Um, and I love it. I love creating video content and picture content. I didn't think I would, but I do. But mm-hmm. I think it's, way way easier to grow on TikTok um, versus Instagram for whatever reason I haven't figured it out but I would say you know if you want to get serious about creating video content go to TikTok reels I you know never really know what's up with Instagram some people will post a reel and it will blow up and then their next reel will get like two views so I don't know so my advice is go to TikTok for video content I don't know but yeah reels is strange like I remember one day I posted a reel and it got I believe 270 views the next reel I posted got over a thousand I'm like what it it has like no I feel like reels has no algorithm no set algorithm that it follows there's really not yeah it's really strange yeah posting it to your feed versus just the reels tab right I was about to ask you that I was about to ask you what have you seen any difference in so I yeah so I heard you know what you said people recently have been like just posting to the real tab boost your views so I tried it I posted a reel every single day just to the reels tab and they all tanked I was like I don't know and then I posted one to my feed and my views were you know as they were normally so <laughs> I think I'm just gonna stick with posting my feed because I don't yeah. I don't know <laughs> Ugh, reels is strange <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Now, I mean, why do you think it's easier? I, I mean, why do you think it's easier to grow on TikTok? Because I've heard it's sep- it's different. I've heard people say reels is easier to grow than TikTok. I, this is totally just from personal experience. I don't know. I, I have no idea, to be honest. I guess it's just the way in which TikTok pushes out videos or, you know, caters them to what you're actually looking for. Uh-huh. Um. I really don't know. I wish I had an answer. <laughs> now, when you're posting TikToks, do you incorporate hashtags? I do. Um, that's another thing. I know nothing about hashtags either. I heard when you're first getting started to use the same few hashtags. So TikTok mm-hmm. can kind of categorize you. So I've been doing that. Um, but I have also heard like 
using hashtags that are very specific to what the video is about is helpful. So I've been mm-hmm. trying a mix of those, but I'm not sure how that's working. Yeah. So I don't know. I know. Uh, I know. We on the link Instagram feed, I know you posted a Q&A section for influencers to ask their questions for you and for you to answer on the podcast so I wanted to get to some of those questions they had some really good ones that I found they were really good um the first one is the best way to gain support and new followers so kind of going back to what I said earlier is just to make those genuine connections um again you have to put time into it search people who are you know, creating similar content to you, search people who are posting under the same hashtags you're using, search people who are liking photos of other creators you follow, because likely they will be interested in your content as well. And then find a post you really love, um, leave a genuine comment on it, like it, interact with their page, interact with their story, and really just, you know, make friends and, you know, make, you know, be with people you enjoy and, people you want to you know see their stuff every day Mm -hmm. Um, balancing influencing in school I know this is a big one for me because I'm currently in high school right now my senior year and it's like how do I balance the two together it's it's an interesting struggle (laughs) yes so similar position Um, like I said I'm in grad school my program is super rigorous um, and it's actually funny because I started taking Instagram seriously when I started grad school Um, I don't know so it it's um, as I've kind of progressed and grown and gotten more, you know, partnerships and more deadlines that I can't miss, I've had to kind of figure out how to balance it. But something that's worked well for me is to wake up super early on the weekends, like six or seven in the morning, get all ready, you know, to leave the house by like eight o'clock, go out from like eight to 10 or eight to 11, shoot a bunch of different content outfits, whatever I need to do. Um, and then I have it for the next week or two. So it's, you know, an easy way to spend, you know, four hours, but then all your work is done for a couple weeks. So that's how I like to do pictures. Um, I do struggle with staying off my phone when I should be studying. So, um, but something I like to tell myself that I do is that I'll take an hour after class is done just to relax, unwind, watch TV, go on Instagram, whatever, Typically that hour lasts longer than an hour, but that's okay. Nobody has to know, but I guess just finding time to when you're relaxing and when you're having downtime from school to, you know, take that time to also use it for your social media during the day. So it's not interrupting your studying, but it's definitely, it's definitely something that takes time to figure out, especially when school is busy, as I know it is for a lot of us. Yeah, for sure. Um, another question is how to organize, get com- build confidence, and find a niche. So, again, kind of going back to what I said, is it just, you know, this is your page, this is your Instagram, this is your TikTok, whatever you want it to be, but just don't care about what people think. Um, obviously, you want your niche to be something you're interested in. So, if you love makeup, you're not going to want to do like a food blog because that just, unless you love food too, but um, you know, make sure it's something that you love and you're going to continue to love and you want to, you know, work with every single day. Um, So for me, I love clothes. I always have, you know, my parents tell me, oh my gosh, you have so many clothes, blah, blah, blah. So it was kind of, you know, it just kind of organically happened for me, but just make sure it's something you really like. Um, you know, make sure the content you're shooting is things you enjoy, 
you know, pictures you love of yourself. Um, it, it can definitely be hard to, you know, grow your confidence. I mean, I'll be honest. I, when I shoot an outfit, typically take like 300 pictures and there's maybe like four or five that I like enough to post. So, I mean, and a lot of that is I'm just like moving around in front of the camera and they're just, you know, naturally bad pictures, but you know, it's hard to know that it's a picture that's going to go out to thousands of people. So you want it to be something you like. Um, but again, if it, if it comes down to you're like, oh, I'm scared what people are going to think of me. Don't worry about that because it doesn't matter. This is not for other people. It's for you and the people who support you. Mm-hmm. How do you organize? Um, my content or my feed or both. Anything? Okay. Um, so a lot of it is by deadlines. Um, I try not to go too crazy with partnerships all at once because it can get to be a lot, but I, I don't know. I kind of just, I mean, I'll, I'll shoot, like I said, a few things a week and then I'll just post them all that week, but I don't really, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to how my feed looks just cause I kind of like that look of like, whatever is there is there. I know people like to organize their feeds in different ways and it's totally up mm-hmm. to you, but I kind of just post things as I have them um and then yeah that's how I do that but my content organization I don't know it's kind of just all over I have 20,000 pictures on my phone and I make lists everywhere but Mm -hmm. I don't know it works for me (laughs) (laughs) um what to do when your engagement is low so yeah this is something I know a lot of people have been struggling with lately I'm not totally sure why probably the algorithm changing who knows but yeah um something I've been doing recently is cleaning out inactive followers on Instagram um so you know over time people you know start a page then they don't use it or their page gets hacked or you know you get those robots following you or whatever so I actually removed like over a thousand followers over the last few weeks which was very sad but I guess it has to happen um so really what I do is like search words like deleted or ghost or you know hacked or something and so many pages will show up it's very sad and I just remove them and I guess that's Mm -hmm. supposed to help with engagement um still something I'm trying to see the results of but we'll see in the next few weeks um another thing I would say is to just you know, engage with other pages, get people to your page, try to drive traffic to your page, get your name out there as much as possible, use the new features, um, Instagram offers like reels or those story, like add your thingies, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, Just try to drive traffic to your page, use hashtags, um, be active. You definitely have to be active every single day even if it's just half an hour, like that's enough time, but definitely just putting that time into your page and really creating um, individual unique content that you love, I think is a big part of, you know, driving people to your page who really will be there to support you and engage with your stuff. Mm -hmm. And the last question is best things to remember for new influencers. Um, So kind of like the top five I shared earlier, just be yourself, you know, love what you do. Don't care about the opinions of other people. Um, This is supposed to be something that's fun. It's not supposed to feel like a chore. It's not supposed to feel like work. It's supposed to be something that you truly love doing and you enjoy doing. 
Um, so, you know, those are the big things just for kind of starting out. And then also to remember that this is, you know, your brand. This is like, you know, when you start to get into the brand collaboration side of things, this is a business opportunity. You have to treat it as such. You have to be professional. You know, you have to make sure you have capital letters and periods in your emails. You have to, you know, proofread things. You have to make sure you meet deadlines and you have to put time into it every single day. Um, you know, if you walk up to a job, wherever it might be, and you hand them a blank sheet of paper and you have no experience for what this job is, they're going to be like, sorry, you know, it's the same type of thing. You have to right. kind of start from the bottom and work your way up. Um, you know, I hate to say it, but you're probably, your first collab is probably not going to be a $500 paid collab. You know, you have to, you have to start out small, work your way up and prove that you are here and that you're here to stay and that you have, you know, what it takes, the grit and the hard work and the dedication to this to, you know, build yourself up as a content creator. And then you can start to go for those big things. And that's not to say, like, don't dream big at all. Not to say that because totally go for it. But mm -hmm. um, it's just like anything, you know, you have to, you have to prove who you are and you have to really work for it if you want to be super successful in this. Yeah, I would agree with that. Now, what does going after your dream life mean to you? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I think you can have a lot of definitions, but for me, I would say it's just doing things that I truly enjoy and doing things that really make me happy and not worrying about what other people think I should be doing. So right now, obviously, my big focus is school and becoming a physician assistant. Um, that's been a dream I've had since, you know, beginning of college seven, eight years ago. So, um, you know, that's my dream life right now. And content creation has kind of come into that in a really cool way. And I've been able to kind of incorporate the two together, which has been super cool. And it's definitely something I'm going to continue doing into the future. But, you know, living your dream life to apply it to anybody is just going after what you truly want and not letting other people stop you from doing that. Well, Meg, where can people find you? Well, I am on Instagram, obviously, um, at MegParm2 is my um, username. And then TikTok, it's Megan.Parmley, my whole name. So I'm always there. Um, obviously, my messages are, are always open to people, you know, whether you want to message me on my personal page or the link page at link.upco. Um, I would love people to continue to join Link. It's an awesome community, awesome people there. Um, and it's really just like a friendly place to be. I think you would agree as well. But yeah, I, I would definitely it. agree. I'm glad. Yeah, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> I'm so glad. Well, Megan, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Thank you for having me. This is so awesome. I've never been on a podcast. So add it to the <laughs> list of new things. Well, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in today's episode with Megan Parmerly of Link. I'm so glad you guys got to hear her amazing journey with content creation, why she started Link, and how you guys can build your Instagram community. I had the best time talking with her, and I hope you guys had a great time listening to this week's episode. And please don't be afraid to start your content creation journey. It's been the best thing I've been a part of recently, and I couldn't change it for anything. So 
If you guys have been wanting to start content creation, now is your time. Take your tips from from Megan. She is an amazing person. I've seen how much she's been able to grow and how my other content creation friends have been able to grow from it. And it's just amazing. So don't be afraid to start. Go do it now and get into it. I'll see you guys next week for another episode. Bye, guys.